Hey, you're beautiful. You're awesome. And guess what else? You're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Yo, um, I got Jay from the crew in the house, man. I'm super geeked about this. Hopefully, um, you're rocking with us. Just Rickson said, MTNV Sports. I'm so happy to be here today, man. Um, if you were watching, if you've been paying attention to Track Stars, you know the crew stopped by on Track Stars. And and when I, you know, when I saw the crew, we initially kind of were in the other room. Every all the big time stars were in there at first. <laughs> yeah, we well, were the least important. <laughs> While we was in the other room, we started chatting, man. We started talking a little bit about, um, you know, sports and stuff, stuff like that. I, I saw he was kind of up on it. So I wanted to invite the crew to the show and, and see kind of what's going on, man. Uh, we're so happy to have you, Doc. Yo, the crew's been doing super big things on YouTube, man. Tell people about, you know, you and your brother and about the channel, man. Tell, tell, tell us what's going on with that. Yeah, man. So uh, the Hip Hop Corner channel, man, we originally started trying to be an information source, right? So all the new music that was dropping, we wanted people to be like, yo, if I want to know if something new is dropping, come to the Crew's Hip Hop Corner. The problem with that was there's a ton of Christian hip hop artists, man. Uh, <laughs> an awful lot. So at the, lot. <laughs> we kind of had to decide, you know what I'm saying, um, what we really wanted to focus on. And uh, so we decided to start focusing on the news aspect of it, man. That seemed a lot easier to focus on. So what's the experience you want people to have that their first time they click on, on your YouTube channel, right? Like I just kind of, let's say for instance, I'm listening to the show. It's my very first time, you know, hearing about, you know, the crew and hearing about the hip hop corner. What should I experience my very first time? Um, honestly, what I want you to experience is I want you just to be like, oh, first of all, I want you to be entertained. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe we have a boring channel. So we definitely want you to be entertained, uh, but we ultimately want you to walk away from the from it knowing that, hey man, this this stuff is interesting. Christian hip hop is here. There's something to say, and it's interesting. So, what video would you suggest? It's my first time. Okay. So what video will you suggest that I start off with that's gonna give me like that flavor of what you guys have to offer? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess the easiest answer would obviously be the Eminem This Is NF, just because, you know, it's the largest. They hit a milli. Um, but, oh, y'all hit a milli? Yeah, man, we hit a milli, man. A milli, a milli. <laughs> <laughs> so we hit a milli, uh, man, just about a month ago. Dope. Uh, so it was in just under a year, just about 11 months, we wound up hitting a million views. Um but, I mean, that just has to do with me trying to be smart. And every time NF dropped a song, changing the tags on the video, like, I was going to, I was determined to hit that Millie, man. Yo, <laughs> that's real. Is that why you're wearing that type of shirt now? Your shirt's different hey, than man, last hey, time. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, swag dripping. You know what I'm saying? I melted Yo. down all my gold plates and put it in here. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Yo. man, I mean, that would be, that would be the easiest. Um, just really just I guess just watching all the top videos because that's what um, ultimately I guess on one side that's what we're about. We like to take controversial topics, talk about them, and we love to give the the viewer um, their chance to input. You know what I'm saying? So we always say put the comments in and we're very active in our comments responding and everything's like that because we want you to feel like it's not just our channel, but that you can get off your chest something that you wanted to say, you know, and just really feel a part of the community. 
Yo, what's been the response from the hip hop community, man? I know, like, I, I know kind of our response, right? Like, my response over at MTNV, we love you guys. Um, and yeah. track stars, I know they love you guys. Um, outside of that, yo, what's been the response from, you know, for you? Well, we thought it was mixed. We really thought it was mixed. But honestly, everybody within the industry, um, even the, the artists, um, love what we do. And it's a surprise because sometimes we put things up and it's kind of like, man, I don't know if they're going to, you know, kind of act how they're going to react to it but what winds up happening we'll get a dm or we'll get a text message or whatever a, an email you know just kind of saying hey love what y'all do but this is not what i was trying to say <laughs> yeah. it's, just, no, it's all good man the connections that we made through it um you know it was up there and few was up there as well um and he kind of you know made a comment like when my brother introduced himself to 1k 1k kind of seemed like he didn't know until my brother said yeah, you know, Chris from the crew. And he was like, oh, I know y'all. And so my first response was like, man, don't act like you know us. Come on, man. <laughs> be nice. Like, and he was like, no. Nah. He said, I'm not lying. Like, I love what y'all do for the culture. The culture needs you. So that's always, that's literally always been the ultimate response. It starts out with a, hey, let me correct what I'm saying. And then it's always, but y'all doing a dope job. So I'm talking, y'all have reached out. You know what I'm saying? And, and DJ Jeremiah definitely... Um, has always been encouraging us. Um, DJ Wado um, has reached out and told us, you know, certain things. Chad from Rapzilla, same thing. So it's it's really been welcoming. Nobody has actually pushed us to the side at all. Yo, that's super dope, man. Um, and I was there. I was in the room, and I saw 1K, like, really give you that. And I saw your response, yeah. and I was like, bet. That was humbling in that moment. And right, I felt man. that. Yeah, man, it was. It, it, I'm still starstruck, man. I, I mean, because ultimately, me and my brother started this as fans of the genre, right? Yeah. So yeah. we just love to talk. We love Christian hip hop, love to talk about it, but we got tired of talking to each other. So we use YouTube. That's one of literally the best platforms to utilize because of, you know, the discoverability. And so, uh, man, it just kind of blew up. And Christian hip hop is so big yet so small when it comes to people knowing everybody. And so, yeah, man, each time that an artist says something about us, Ruthline as well said the same thing. Each time that somebody, you know, says something to us, it's kind of like, yo, like we didn't realize how much people cared or how much people watched or who even knew who we were. So, yeah, man, it's real humbling every time. That's real, man. Like, I know you're from Tulsa, right? Like, y'all rep okay for real. Like, y'all really about that. Uh, and that's tough for you, but it's still cool that you try. You know what I mean? Like, and I like it. But- <laughs> we, gonna go there? we really gonna go there? <laughs> Yo, um, let me let me ask you this, man. You play high school. You play some high school ball. Yo, what, what's your story in sports, man? What's your connection with sports? Hey, you don't want this, man. People don't understand, dude. I was a baller, twelfth man, number one twelfth man. You better recognize it now. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Nah, man, I was just a, a dude, man, and just fell in love with the game of basketball, man. Um, I did the typical black sports, right? Basketball, football. Badminton, tennis. Yeah, man. You know, I tried to do baseball, but they said I wasn't serious enough, man. Um, I was too slow for track. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I played uh, basketball and football, man, and I just fell in love with the sport, man. Um, started a lot of my career, but... Hey man, you know you you wind up running into people that's faster, taller, and uh, but I was just a guy, man, that loved it, man. I had the three um, and just played it throughout my whole high school career. As a matter of fact, I actually got a scholarship 
um, to a small Christian college to play ball. No, I didn't take it. Uh, it was stupid. I, I, that's one of the few things I regret. Uh, but I like being able to say that I was offered that. So, uh, man, it, it, it was it was fun, man. I always have the dreams of me uh, going back and trying it again. But we all know that don't happen. It's all good, man. Um, actually, it's funny. A lot of people don't know about those Christian leagues that they even exist yeah. and those Christian teams. But like, we just interviewed somebody from the NCCAA, right? The National College. Y'all know <laughs> <laughs> it's the National Christian College Athletic Association. They yeah. exist, and there's a ton of teams, bro, like that. And they give out scholarships, and they have a whole thing. And so that's really a thing. And wow. so, it, yeah, it's it. Look, just because people don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's real, right? So, uh, <laughs> so look, let me ask you this. I'm going to throw out some um, leagues and some sports. You tell me either your favorite athlete in that sport or your favorite team in that sport. Ready? All right, I got you. Bet. All right, let's go with NFL. Favorite team? Favorite team, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you're not, Oklahoma doesn't have a team. That's, that's real. So, um, Dallas Cowboys, favorite player, Cam Newton. Favorite player of all time, Terrell Owens. Real talk? Yeah, man. That's Y-T-O. my deal. Yeah. YTO. Man, um, honestly, <laughs> so it started. Uh, I, hey, look, as a kid, I remember when NFL Fever came on Xbox and T.O. was the hardest person on, <laughs> on that game. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. And uh this was this was his last couple years in San Francisco. So it made me start checking for him. And my thing is, you can be cocky if you can back it up. And that was one of the things that I've always seen from him. They say he was a distraction. We could talk about that. But when it came to in between those lines and those hash marks, he was all about business, man. And that's why I love T.O., man. That's my dude. So straight up, ain't nobody like T.O. You, you, so um, let me ask you, how would you feel about guys like Dion, like Primetime? Was he a guy for you? I, yeah, like, of course. I mean, wrong time, but he, he wasn't my favorite. Yeah, when he was popping, he was popping, and he's the greatest cornerback of all time, or one of, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, yeah, like, of course, but it's it's always been T.O. First, it was Eddie George. Bet. It was T.O. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> kind of one and the same, but um, I was a big Eddie George fan as what Tennessee. I was a big Tennessee Titans fan. Um, but once they kind of blew up that whole thing, you know, and after the thing that happened with Steve McNair, yeah, yeah. you know, Vince Young came over and, and you know, couldn't really get much done. Um, and then Javon Curse, you know what I'm saying, left. And, yeah, man, I was a huge Tennessee Titans fan of that era. Um, you know, and then after they got to the Super Bowl and, it, you know, it didn't yeah. happen, you know, at that point, I, I fell back to where I was comfortable and that was the Dallas Cowboys. Yo, that's real, man. I was with that era. I was with that era too, right? That Eddie George era, that that the freak Javon Curse era. Yeah, I was man. there with you. That's what's yeah. good, man. All right, let's go another sport, NBA. Okay. Uh, favorite team, Oklahoma City Thunder, of course. Okay. Uh, favorite player right now, man. So Russell Westbrook, definitely. Just okay. Because, you know, he really stuck it out with us. At one point, it was Kevin Durant, but the way he left us, bro, trash. I just couldn't respect him. I couldn't respect him. I couldn't, man. Come on, man. He did us pretty bad. He could have went anywhere else. But where he went and how he went, man, it stings. He left uh, y'all text message, man. Man, come on, dude. No, he didn't. He left, <laughs> nah, man, he left Russ a text message. After 
sure he had already had a meeting with them and told them that he was staying, man. Come on. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was Kevin Durant. Um, you know, but uh, my favorite player of all time is Tracy McGrady. Yo, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, Tracy, man, people don't understand. Yo. Tracy was that dude when he was healthy, man. So, yeah, Back. my favorite player of all time, Tracy McGrady. All right, cool. So, got Tracy McGrady. Do you have any ill, kind of any ill effects of Russ leaving? Because he kind of like, kind of forced that move, pushed that move a little bit. Does that affect you a little bit in your fandom of him? No. No, it's different with Russ. Uh, Because Russ literally did all he could. And once Paul George left, I didn't blame him for leaving. Mm. What what were you going to do with Stephen Adams who knew that he was in trade talks, right? Jeremy Grant, you know, getting moved and different things like that. Like, what were you going to do? Why would you stay around after being with us for 11 years? Why would you stay around, you know what I'm saying, and waste the rest of your legacy? It's all about the ships, right? That's real. At that point, he had to go. And then he linked up with James Harden. I never had any ill will towards James Harden. Once the the news came out that because we wouldn't give him $5 over the course of the contract, Mm. I didn't blame him, man. That's real. Yo, tell me this. How does it how do you feel as a fan of OKC knowing that at one point it was Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, right? Like Russell Westbrook, James Harden all on the same squad and y'all had all that talent. How does how like how how do you deal with that? Real talk. Man, um it doesn't bother me much because to keep it a buck, James Harden would not be the James Harden that he is today had he stayed. That was a fact. Okay. The role for which that he was playing, he wasn't going to be able to be ball dominant. He was, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't going to be able to be the scorer because we would have had to share it between him, Russ, and KD. Yep. So people always, you know, point to him mainly. Um, you know, it does suck that we lost, that we lost uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, but Serge, I mean, he, he did what he was supposed to do. And understand, these people that leave, become stars on other teams. So that speaks a lot to our player development. Um, Steven Adams was super rough when he came to us. But now this dude is a walking 16 and 10 guy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I'm not upset because the roles for which they stepped in, Reggie Jackson, Victor Oladipo, you know, different ones like that, they would not have been that staying with us. I wish they would have stayed. But I don't look at what they are and be like, man, if we, you know, if we could have that, we'll be somebody. Because they never would have been that. That our system wouldn't have worked out like that. Yo, Victor's the same way. Victor was with you guys, and when he left, he kind of touched in the stardom a little bit. So I see what you're right. saying. There's a lot of development there. Yeah, but but understand this too. One of the things that they all say is that Russ is the ultimate teammate. That he pushes them to be great. Reggie Jackson was one of the very few people. You know what I'm saying? That that kind of had a rough patch in there, but it's because he wanted to be Russ. He and when he went to Detroit, he was that guy. You know, so it is. You know, we do. We have great player development, man. And uh, they come in, they get great, and they go somewhere else. Sometimes I wish they stay, but it don't work out that way. We lost Victor and got Paul George. Would you really regret that? No. <laughs> No. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it you know it it is what it is, man. It always works out. All right, yo. Tell me this, man. Um, who's your favorite badminton player? 
Man, I'm just uh, like, <laughs> uh, no, I got you one. Uh, uh, how do Turkaloo? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. <laughs> nah, man, look, I was ready to go. If you would have said NHL, I was going to say the Las Vegas Knights. Okay. I think it's pretty dope that they uh, expand, you know, they had the whole inaugural season, wound up going to the Stanley Cup Finals. And then uh, the black guy that plays for the uh, plays for Nashville. The black guy that plays for the <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but uh, yeah, I'm a I fan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yo, um, okay, here we go, man. One more though. Do you watch? You get down with wrestling? Oh yeah. All right. Who's your favorite wrestler? Man, favorite wrestler of all time, The Rock. You want me to go through my top five? Yeah, run that. Okay, so top five: The Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena, Triple H, and The Undertaker. Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker could be interchanged. But those uh, are top five. Uh, okay, okay. Run that back. Let me see. Yeah, so so The Rock. The Rock. Stone I'm with Coast, that. Yep, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm with that. Okay, John Cena. Okay. <laughs> John Cena, Triple H. Okay. Um, the Undertaker and Hulk Hogan. They, they, they split that fifth spot, man. All right, awesome, awesome. Now, um, I like your list, right? Okay. So uh, <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> man, come on, now, nah, man, you have something to say about my John Cena pick? Come on, man, he was the face of the WWE for so long. He got people re-excited to watch wrestling. Now, I love John Cena as a personality, and I I, I definitely love him out of the ring too, right? Because he's yeah. one of those guys who who plays that same role Hulk Hogan did. Yeah, and in his time, you know what I mean. That um, like you know that Make a Wish Foundation circuit he's always on. He's the ambassador for for the WWE. Yep, and yep. he kind of led this PG movement, even yes. though he came in very non PG. He did, yeah. Right, they changed his move name and everything. I was yeah. so upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they softened him a lot to soften the blow and all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? So it's not really all his fault. It was part of the marketing scheme, right? So I, I feel you on that, and he was super impactful. My question is, just asking, how you feel about guys like Ric Flair? I mean, I never really liked Ric Flair, man. Oh! I just, I, just, just keep Woo. it. I never, I know. I, he, he's, he is the man, right? Yep. To be the man, you have to beat the man. Right? That's real. So, I, you know, what he's done for the WWE is definitely unmatched. I've just never been a fan of Ric Flair. And then I guess we have to talk about this too. Are we talking about pure wrestling, wrestling, or are we talking about those who are a part of the WWE, right? Because if we're talking about pure wrestling, Kurt Angle deserves to be in the top five. Okay, okay. Uh, John Cena really doesn't wrestle. People like uh, Rick Steiner, right? Yeah, yeah. Dean Malenko, people like that. Yeah, people who really wrestle, you know what I mean? But that's generally not what we're talking about. Again, this is uh, another list of of 60% impact. That's real. Sam, because literally, The Rock, nobody has transcended the genre of wrestling commercially like The Rock has. Andre the Giant was huge. Hulk Hogan was in movies and was huge. But literally, The Rock is the highest paid actor or was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. So, and everybody's going to go back to, oh, I know who The Rock is. He came from wrestling. Oh, he wrestled. And then they would go back and they'll look and find footage and 
So that's my thing with The Rock. When it comes to Stone Cold Steve Austin, he embodies the Attitude Era. That's you real. Say Attitude Era without Stone Cold Steve Austin and those robberies that he had with the McMahons. When it comes to John Cena, like you said, how he is with the make, he literally has the most Make a Wish Foundation request more than any other athlete across any other sport. So John Cena, John Cena. No, those are facts. Those are facts. And then when it comes to Undertaker, man, longevity is a is a huge, huge thing. And ain't nobody going longer than the Undertaker. (laughs) Nah, man, that dude needs to just go ahead and call it quits. But when it comes to longevity, man, Undertaker, and then of course Hulk Hogan. What he did for the whole thing, like before The Rock, there was Hulk Hogan. He was known everywhere. If you didn't know nothing about wrestling, you knew who Hulk Hogan was. And that's real. The only the the stuff that people would would say, right? For every line that you mentioned, for everything that you said, Ric Flair will be right in there as well, right? Yeah, like I mean, you'll be right there. A, a part of an Offset video, right? So that's Ric Flair was a part of an Offset music video. Yeah, so like he got in, like he got impact across the board, right? Like uh, yeah. everybody got a woo song. Like most rappers have a woo song somewhere around. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and I'm saying Ric Flair. So I get that. I get that. Yeah, I'm with that. I can dig. That's, that's real, yo. Like here's here's what what I love. This this is the wrestling element of the crew that I liked, right? So right. y'all came in. So we like I said, we were at track stars, right? Yeah. Y'all came through ready to like talk that talk. You yeah. feel me? Like y'all wasn't running. Y'all wasn't scared. Oh. Not even like. <laughs> Y'all came ready to talk that talk. Actually, on Twitter, I posted, I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm going to throw your list away. And then you said, we'll be there this date. Show yep. up when we come. Right, right. right. And I said, bet I'll be in the building. You feel me? Like, yeah. that's yeah, we the- that, man. Um, honestly, the confidence really comes. Um, he's been a big mentor just in kind of what we're doing. It's boss. Lavoisier. Like, Real, yeah. Yeah, we don't talk um often like that at all i mean you know it just be maybe a couple maybe a couple of times every couple weeks or whatever the case is um we're actually in a group chat and we communicate but he has instilled without him probably even knowing he's instilled that confidence um we've had situations where he'll put up something and i'll hit him just on gp like hey i'm about to talk about it on the hip-hop corner he's like okay if it's up i stand by it that's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I've seen so many people like, nah, 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 that ain't what I meant, or nah, 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 don't run no story about that. I've had people reach out to me. Hey, man, go ahead and take that down, please. You know, it's messing up, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, you put it on social media for everybody to see, and when I take it and make a story about it, oh, now it's a problem. Mm. But I've taken, you know, what, what Boss has done by example and just kind of be like, you know, with the list. I thought about taking it down. But it was like, no, I stand by that. I stand by my Chance the Rapper pick. I stand by my Kirk Franklin pick. Because if I don't have, you know, okay. if I stand by, you know, if I don't have what, if I don't believe what I'm talking about, then, then what does it even matter? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just saying some stuff just for clicks and likes. So um, that's really why I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to back down. Because at that point, I lose credibility if somebody finds something wrong with something and then I start backing down. You know what I'm saying? I want people to know he said it, he meant it, and he'll explain it. That's what I want people to think when they see me or when they read something that I post. Yo, that's real, man. I'm with that. And yo, in, in this... This is Hugh Douglas from 9290 Game, and you listen to MTMV Sports. 
you have a show the odd couple with rob parker it's a dynamic show man please tell the people about it and where they can find it yeah uh it's the odd couple radio show and it is myself and rob parker's on fox sports radio it's a national show uh it's on the iheart radio app and it's on sirius xm channel 83 from 7 to 10 p.m monday through friday eastern time 4 to 7 p.m pacific time monday through friday on over 350 channel or media markets nationwide uh and also you can download the i couple podcasts which are the uh greater greatest takes from the show that is uh on itunes apple podcast soundcloud or foxsportsradio.com so you can download subscribe to the podcast and check that out so uh yeah man definitely uh it's been going well it's been popping so uh your listeners definitely want to check out the odd couple what's good it's your boy steven malcolm and you are listening to mtmv sports let's get it Spirit of critiquing list. Um, oh, I'm going to read a list to you, and um, you give me your response to it, right? Okay. And right. there's two legit lists, two legit lists that are out right now. They're publicly available, like you said. Okay. These people will probably stand behind their list. They gave explanations for why they picked what they picked, right? <laughs> I'll read <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Come on, man. But they just sports. It's just sports. It's just sports. I know, man. Let's go. Let's run it. All right, cool. This is the NFL top 100 list. I'm gonna just read you the top 10. You give okay. me your you give me your response to it, right? And I'm pretty sure you already saw the top 100. So I'm just remind you of the top 10. Um, right. and then you kind of give me where you at with that. Ready? Let's go. Yeah. Here we go. All right. At number 10, Von Miller, linebacker for Denver Broncos. Number nine, Julio Jones. Um, number eight, Aaron Rodgers. All right, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Number seven, Antonio Brown, um, diva for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>, I'm a- <laughs> the Oakland Raiders, right? <laughs> wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. Um, number six, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Um, number five, Ty Gurley, running back for the Rams. Number four, Patrick Mahomes, young quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, Khalil Mack, defensive end, um, slash the linebacker, I guess, um, of the Bears. Number two, the real goat, Drew Brees, and then number one, Aaron Donald. Wow, you said the real goat. Okay, so here, here's my thing. I mean, I, I can kind of agree to an extent, but I mean, the easiest thing to dispel, right, is being Tom Brady at six. Mm. How can a guy go to this many Super Bowls and and win, right? And he's still not the best player in the league, right? I see no no downfall or nothing. Talk guaranteed, about it. Talk about it. Guaranteed playoffs. Pretty much guaranteed Super Bowl. Talk about so it. That's the biggest takeaway from that portion of the list. I mean, you really think Aaron Donald is better for his team and for the league than what Tom Brady is? Nah, man. Mm. Black. So that's the easiest takeaway about it. That's your easiest takeaway. And look, when I saw the list too, I kind of felt the same way because you got guys like you have a first year guy like Patrick Mahomes above at four above right. a Tom Brady. Right? right now, granted, he, he did great. win MVP and he was great and he is great. Yeah. 
the question is you have and I and I talked to I, I got a chance to talk to um defensive tackle for the Denver Broncos named Shelby Harris, right? Okay. Um and man, he was and I gave him a scenario. I said, look, here's two play here's a scenario. You got Phillip Rivers, right? Um mm-hmm. you guys are I told him they were down. Um I told him I, yeah, I said no, they were up by three and you know, Phillip Rivers had the ball and he's driving, right, for the game winning right. um for the game winning drive. Do you want to go up against Phillip Rivers for the game winning drive or Patrick Mahomes for the game winning drive? And my, yo, that's what he said. He said Patrick Mahomes. And and I was like, yo, why? And yeah, and, and, and the, I bet you gonna say what he said. It, it it's the experience. He it that's exactly what it is. He he hasn't been in those situations enough. He's going to make a mistake other than somebody who's proven like a Philip Rivers who who's done this, who does this. You know what I'm saying? He Philip Rivers is going to be a lot more smarter. You put a little bit of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, we saw the pressure last year. We saw him make amazing plays. We saw him send a lot of defenses home. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, but it's still a, an experience type of game. The NFL is one of the quickest leagues to catch up. One year, we saw the Wildcat, and nobody could stop it. Yep. Next year, didn't see no <laughs> Wildcat because literally the defenses caught up so quick. It was like one year, it was like, oh, man, everybody going to do the Wildcat. The Wildcat, can't nobody stop it. And literally, like the first couple weeks, people tried it, and then they just threw it out their playbooks. And you, I don't, do we even see it anymore? You see versions of it right now. The Saints are running a version of it because they have that third-string quarterback who can do it all and take some hill. So they run a version of it. We're not talking about the Saints, man. We're not. We're not because I knew you was going. Now we're not talking. I know that's your team, man. You didn't even have to look. You didn't even have to go there, man. You you got real real personal with that. You asked. That's 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 not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the league, the NFL, generally catches up. Because think about it, right? That was it. Literally took one year for them to catch up. How long did it take the league and the NBA to catch up with the Warriors as far as throwing up threes? About three years. Right. Three or four. Exactly. Right. Three or yeah. four. Right. And you can't. You can't. You can only be imitators. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're not the innovators. The Warriors are. So with that being with that being said, that is another point to the NFL being so quick to pick up and to learn. So. Um, in that scenario, my bad, I ran off, but in that scenario, uh, yeah, definitely, you'd rather Patrick Mahomes. And now that I've seen what he's done and how he can do, the defensive schemes for him are going to be great. And I think he's still going to be great. I just don't know if we're going to get that wow factor that we got from him, uh, you know, this year. Cam Newton, prime example, came mm. out two seasons, threw what? Uh, he, he threw several thousand yards, had a couple games with, 300 and 400 passing yards. He's not doing that no more. Why? Because the league caught up to knowing how to defend Cam Newton. So, so you think the book hasn't been written? So, and here's the the cool part about Tom Brady, the cool part about Philip Rivers, the cool part about a Drew Brees. Exactly what you're saying. Now, they've been around for a while, and the book has been written several times on how to stop them. But they keep reinventing the way they approach the game, and they they remain great. The question is, yeah, the question is, can can Patrick Mahomes do the same thing? And if he can, and if he can, then great. Then he's one of the greats. Right. But if, I, he, if, if he's going to be a front franchise quarterback, he's going to have to. 
I mean, he's going to have to. I mean, how many quarterbacks have the Browns ran through? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Dallas, us. You know what I'm saying? We we ran through. Now we had a good run where we had Tony Romo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had a good run. That was um, fun. He, he was really good for seven, eight years. You know, those last few man, he just couldn't stay healthy. But um, if you're going to be a franchise quarterback, you got to do it within two years, or they're going on to the next because there's a better quarterback coming out of college, so they think. So, Those facts, man. Yeah. I got a, I got another list for you here. Let's go, man. Ready? Here we go. go Critique this list, man. It came from, um, I think it's called Playlist.com, and they just kind of threw out this list. It was the top um, 50. It's called actually lineups.com, and it's, it's the top, I think it's the top 100, right, um, uh, NBA players of all times. I'm going to just read you the top 10. Let's go. Right, and we'll get their top 10. All right, here we go. At number 10, Shaq. At number 9, Kobe Bryant. At number 8, Larry Bird. At number 7, Tim Duncan. At number 6, KD. At number 5, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At number 4, Magic Johnson. At number 3, Wilt Chamberlain. At number two, Michael Jordan. At Man, number one, no, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> See, you cannot go wrong with an NBA list as long as you put Michael at the top. As long as you have Michael, Kareem, Magic in the top five, you cannot go wrong. Now, to keep it a buck, because I know a lot of people like to hand on LeBron. Yeah. He is that guy. Period, point blank. He's not the greatest. Jordan is the greatest. And I tell people this all the time because they say, well, why can't LeBron pass Jordan? And I tell people, their first thing is, and don't say the championships, don't say the six for six, right? And I don't bring that up. I just say, because everything that we see LeBron doing, we have already seen before. When Michael was doing it, we hadn't seen it before. The walking through the air, the being unstoppable. Everybody wanted to be like Mike because LeBron is the second coming. And let's keep it all, all trill, right? He's more comparable to Magic Johnson than what he is to Michael Jordan. A lot of people get that wrong. That's real. But I agree uh, with that. because of what he's doing, we've already seen before. Maybe not from a person straight out of high school because people straight out of high school generally get the, oh, they're about to be a bust put on them. But he literally came in and made an impact immediately. So he's great for that. He's definitely the greatest player to ever come out of high school. I'll okay. give him that. Um, but, Above Kobe. But. <laughs> you really <laughs> right, hold on, hold on, wait. Hold on. Kobe Bryant, I, that's my other point to this list. He should not be number nine. Kobe Bryant should never slip lower than six on anybody's oh. list. I do, not, I, do not, I do not believe because, first of all, He's the, one of the ultimate Lakers. Past being an ultimate Laker, he's an ultimate team. Like, he stayed with one team for, for what was it? Uh, it wasn't 20 seasons, was it? He came in 96? It's about uh, 20. Yeah, so close, 19, something like that. Yeah, it's about 20. Yeah, so, so who does that? You know what I'm saying? And even in his last season, you had to stop Kobe. In his last game, you had to stop Kobe. Well, yeah. I mean, real talk. 
Yeah. Real talk. So I don't think he should slip lower than six. But like, I mean, I just think LeBron James, you've seen the team that LeBron James took to the NBA finals and they lost, but you saw him literally drag that team. I saw him. Yeah. So, you know, with Kobe, he was dragging teams, but he didn't get it that close to where you knew that he had a legitimate shot to win a championship. I'm not saying, oh, if it wasn't for Powell, I'm not saying if it wasn't for Shaq, because we could say the same thing about Shaq, right? Oh, yeah. You know, he's always had he always had somebody. Always. So, um, yeah, but I think that he's one he's gotta be the greatest player to come out of high school. I'm just saying. LeBron, oh. LeBron literally LeBron is so good that when the Jordan comparisons come, unless you are a true basketball aficionado like a Stephen A. Smith, you're immediately going to compare LeBron to Michael. And Kobe gets walked over. He gets forgotten about. It sucks, but that lets you know the level of greatness that LeBron is. Yo, that's real. I'm 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 not a LeBron hater. Um, as far as a lot of people know, some people would go as far to say I'm a LeBron stand. That's not the case. Wow. Right? I, I wouldn't outright say that, but I will say he's the greatest player to ever touch a basketball. Right? Oh no! <laughs> no, no! Are you kidding? Blasphemy, <laughs> me, man. Just- just, just, hey, the interview is over. <laughs> but no, no, you know what? Real talk, I really don't argue with people who say that because of who he is. I know you can legitimately have a claim for saying something like that. I always go off and know it's Jordan. Don't say nothing else. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead and give it to me. I'm pretty sure you can give a legitimate claim to why you think so. Well, actually, if I'm keeping it a buck, I really believe it's Jordan because I was there. I was just playing, but I was there. Oh. For the, <laughs> I was there for the whole um, Jordan era, right? Like I, I sat through, I watched all those games. You know wow. what I mean? And okay. I felt those stomach pains when it's the first quarter and they're down by whatever, right? And yeah. oh, it's the first quarter and Jordan's not playing well. And I'm right. watching Jordan. I'm literally there watching Jordan not playing well for the first three quarters. And then I see him turn it on yeah. around the fourth quarter and drive them to victory. Yeah. I've been there for those. And I had those stomach crunching moments. Now, I've been in that same situation over the course of the last, like, decade or so with LeBron, right? Yeah. And I haven't always – okay, with Jordan, at the end of those moments, there was always relief because the hero wins. That's true. Right. Yeah, and right. it, it's kind of like those superhero movies where it always used to end well, right? Yeah. But LeBron is more in this Marvel era, right? Yeah. Where right. Exactly. you don't know how this is going to end. Don't know. Have no idea. Right. The, the part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Right? LeBron, LeBron lost to the Warriors, went and, and got the Avengers. Yep. You know, actually, he really, he really, I mean, I, he's whole. He's waiting until he got healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, he went and he came back and it was vindication, right? It was, this is why LeBron is the greatest. And when they went back again, it was like, okay, LeBron can do this. So I totally understand. You don't know. You're right. Yep. You don't know how it's going to end. Um, but I was there for that ride, right, with MJ. And I'm here for this ride, too, right? Um, the only difference between those old movies and Marvel movies is, is the, the fact that the writers are different, right? And in this case... The writer is the writer is Michael Jordan. And he wrote great stories that always ended with him winning. And yeah. LeBron writes different stories, right? That that could end either way. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I was here for both of those. I was also here in that middle for that Kobe Bryant situation, right? right. And 
the only thing that made him different is that there were parts of his story where he was a Robin to a Batman. That's true. That's and true. there are parts of LeBron's story. Those actually, there's, there's never a part to his story where he's a Robin, right? No. And there's never a part of, and that's that's what the fact is. There's never a part of the Jordan story where he's a Robin. Nah. He's always Batman. This guy's always Batman right now. I switched over to DC right now, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, but I get it. I yeah, because that is that's the most iconic duo, Batman yeah. and Robin. I mean, I mean, I guess not unless you want to go to the Wonder Twins or whatever the case is. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, seriously. Um, and then just keeping it now, and got excited, but just just keeping it here. Kobe eventually turned into Nightwing, right? Uh, eventually, right? Yeah. He was he yeah. was Robin, yeah. and then then he became Nightwing. So, um, no, I totally do understand that. Um, but even though Batman was always uh, or Michael was always Batman, he didn't get it done without his Robin. No That's way, no how. And, and did he really call Scotty a Robin though? I mean, because yeah. they were good. They were really good. When uh, Jordan was out for a couple years, that's what I tell people all the time. They were good. Still. Good. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> I said that for them years too. <laughs> they were good, man. It, it would have been better good. for y'all to be horrible. It would have been better to, just to be horrible. It was hard to watch, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. Was they good, were good. But, but good yeah. is is is. I, I feel like you know. I feel like good is like. Just so close to to what could be something you know worth watching. I couldn't really do it. It was hard. Yeah. But yo, um, so they you had a. What'd you say? They didn't look the same. No, not at all. It, the watchability was horrible. Um, but at the same time, you can see the pieces of this puzzle coming together. They were only missing their star. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were always they were only missing their star, and so that's I think that's why the LeBron and the Jordan comparisons always come because they've always been the man in whatever the situation was, right? And I mean, and at the time when you're the man, if you've been the man the whole time, everybody's kind of watching you. And not only were they the man for their team, but they were the man for the league. And so, you know, right. what I mean, I'm, I'm here for that argument all day. And you're right, and see, that's the difference because. Kobe was never the face of the league, unfortunately. Think about it. Think about it. When it became marketing and who you want to be like and, and, and you know, selling shoes and, and the, the deals and different things, like Kobe has always been about that action. Seriously, he's always been about I see what you're saying. You're saying he did, they, there wasn't a whole Be Like Kobe campaign. Right. I mean, there wasn't. Never. So, now, now, if you talk to some of the people in the league, you know, they say, oh, I didn't want to be like Michael. I wanted to be like Kobe. But it's because he was about that action. But as you stated, he kind of got overlapped in the middle. He was a great player. He was a good jumper. He was a dope scorer, was unstoppable. But how long did that last before after Jordan left and before LeBron came in? Okay. See, that window was very small. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, to your point, he, you're right. He's never been the man to a global standpoint is more or less what I'm talking about. And there's, there's people who are going to really flip. Well, you know, we'll see how they, how they respond. But there's people who will say some stuff about um, Kobe not being a face because he did have that window, right? And we remember that window when yeah. he had to go against that Celtics team. He had to overcome yeah. that huge mountain. And so there, yeah. were, there is that window when he was the man, right? When he led a him and Lamar Odom and Paul Gasol, right? Right. 
There's that window. Yeah, but it's small, man. Come on. It is it's small. small. It is small. Really Yo, small. Yo, Jay, man, you, you've been phenomenal, dude. Love having you on the show, man. Um, Do me this favor. Tell us again where we can find, you know, you guys, where we can find the crew, where we can find the Hip Hop Corner. What, you know, where we can find you online, where we can find you on YouTube, where we can find you on Twitter. Talk to us. Yeah, man. So, uh, YouTube.com slash the Cruise Hip Hop Corner, because um, we're we're awesome and uh, we got an actual own URL. Okay. So, <laughs> that slight flex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook and Instagram, man, it's the Cruise Hip Hop Corner and Twitter, because for some reason we couldn't do it, the Crew HHC. So, you can locate us that way. That's real, man. Yo, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Hey, look, if you're out there, you're listening. This is MTMV Sports with Rick Sincere. Look, if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and drop us that five-star review. If you're going to leave anything less than that, feel free to now. We used to say no, but right now, go ahead and drop that. <laughs> you can go ahead and drop anything less than that. If you feel like it, we'll, we'll still respond to that as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to talking to you next Saturday. God bless. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.